Today on the podcast, we're going to talk to my good friend, producer Ill Factor. He has uh, been doing a lot of cool stuff lately, teaching artists how to get better vocals. It is such a necessary tool. But before we do that, I want to go ahead and highlight one of you that took the time to share a review on iTunes. This is from A.G. Fernandez. You have to be willing to take your career into your own hands and define what success means to you. Thank you, Rick Barker, for sharing your wisdom and teaching us different strategies in order to enhance our brands. Also, congratulations on all your success within the music industry and just as an overall human being. Peace and love always, AG47. Thank you, AG47. Now, let's jump into this episode with Ill Factor. Right now is the best time ever to be in the music industry. The opportunities to build, engage, and monetize a fan base has never been easier. So why do so many artists still feel stuck and frustrated? Because the music industry is constantly evolving, and they aren't. I created this podcast as a way to help you navigate the music industry, to stay up to date with the changes, to help get your mind focused on what really matters. My name is Rick Barker, and I went from living homeless on the streets, addicted to drugs, to helping launch one of the biggest stars in the world. I've consulted major labels like Sony and Big Machine Records, talent TV shows like American Idol and The Launch. I co-authored the $150,000 music degree, and I speak at music conferences all over the world. I have a goal to affect millions of people with songs I didn't write or perform by helping creatives just like you get your content to the world. This podcast is one of my ways to achieve that. Welcome to the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. Helping you navigate the music industry, here's Rick Barker with the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. Super pumped and excited. I am calling an audible on this week's podcast because uh, a a dear friend, super supporter, and just an all-around production badass. I kept getting these emails from Ill Factor uh, talking about vocals, talking about production and I saw this one video where you took a two dollar microphone and you showed how you can make it sound perfect and what I'm always telling people is you are your first manager you're your first publishing company you're also going to be the first person recording a lot of your stuff and you've come up with ways to really make this work so before we jump into that tell everybody a little bit about yourself and then let's talk about what you're teaching in this course and then I'm going to send people where they can go learn these strategies that you've been teaching? Because I think it vo- good vocal is so important because that's what's going to stick out first. Yeah, yeah. Well, first off, Rick, thank you so much for letting me jump on. Big fan of what you've been doing for, for some time now and just seeing the impact it's had for so many people. So super excited to be Thanks, a part sir. of it. I think you're like uh, my first return podcast guest. Yeah, I'm super excited to be. <laughs> and uh, I hope we can keep that going. We can, um, yes. So yeah, uh, you know, national underwater basket weaving champion mixed with some crocheting that's how i don't got brag it. don't brag i told you do not make people feel inadequate by throwing that out first and that's what you did All right, you're right you're right sorry let me take the humble road back uh no man i've been i've been blessed enough to 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 make a living producing music uh, i've been producing music for a living for the past 19 years now and throughout that that uh that scope of years i've had the privilege to work with some of today's biggest artists uh, you know, ranging from uh, Justin Timberlake, Sia, Mata Siahu, Gwen Stefani, Genuine, Timberland. And in, in the midst of all that, uh, before, you know, the time of YouTube, before being able to instantly get access to information, I had to rub shoulders with a lot of these uh, amazing artists and talented artists and just soak in 
what is it that allows uh, probably one of the most difficult things to, to nail in the music production aspect, and that's the vocal. Uh, being because the vocal is probably the most important instrument on any you know song, um, and and the reason why it's so a dynamic and it's so distinctive to that artist. Even sometimes that you take a Bob Dylan or something like you, not the greatest vocalist, but man, everybody knows who he is the moment he opens his mouth because yep. his character is embedded to what he's doing, and so that that vocal is almost your trademark of in the, your vocal sound becomes uh builds a confidence in who you are as an artist or even if you're working alongside with other artists you're not necessarily the vocalist or the artist so you're working alongside it's important to, to nail that so throughout my years that was my biggest struggle and that's the reason why I, I created this course it was my biggest hurdle to get over and um and i just wanted to pour everything that i've learned throughout the years into this course making making it easily uh just really easy uh, pal palpable and digestible for, for anybody who's diving in for the first time. It's like, I have no idea the recording process and I walk everybody through A through Z through, you know, if you have no idea between a toaster oven and a right. drive, you're going to be just fine. Cause I walk you through the very foundations of even the mindset of getting a great vocal performance. Let me go ahead and say this too, is that on occasion, there may be some garbling in the recording of this. Uh, we've been having internet issues in the office, so here we are doing a podcast on great vocal, and all of a sudden it may sound like an Android here every now and then. What I wanted to say to that, too, is I was recently listening to a podcast with Seth Mosley, and he was talking to an A&R person, and he, he had done a couple different interviews, and almost every A&R person, when he said, what's the one thing that sticks out the most? What are you looking for? And four out of the five said, a great and unique vocal because there's so many people that sound alike there's so many people that you can't tell who's who if you just listen to them so when you're that artist that can come out and have that uniqueness to what it is that you do and when you learn how to produce your own vocal you get to experiment it's a lot it's it's more affordable to be able to go to your own daw uh, digital audio workstation for those that don't know what DAW is to go in and experiment and try things before you go spend, you know, major dollars inside of a recording studio. And that's what I've always loved about you is that you're teaching people. He has a massive YouTube channel. If you guys haven't watched it, go to beat Academy on YouTube and subscribe to his channel. Every Friday, he'll go look at the charts and see what the most popular song is. And over the weekend, you teach people how to build it. Yeah right with their own material it's like here's how you build this and here's how you do this and you're always providing such value uh i just it's very interesting to me that you're able to do it in a way and i think you and i talked about this before every technical skill that you know people can learn mm -hmm. now the knowledge and experience and working with sia and some of these artists that you mentioned they can't have that experience unless they're blessed to be able to get it but you can share with them what you gathered from those situations and you bring that into your YouTube channel. So as you were thinking about this whole vocal thing, what were you hearing in, in the marketplace or when you were listening to people's songs, cause they're always sending you songs to critique or, Hey man, listen to this and give me some feedback. What were you seeing vocally that made you say, you know what, we got to fix this. You know, that's a great question. I mean, you, you said so many gems already, but uh, one of the things, uh, the common denominator in which I see from a lot of people who are just 
pulling up their bootstraps and getting things done on their own. Kudos to them for doing that because that's amazing. And we want to encourage that. But one of the things I started, one of the trends I start to see is uh, technically the vocal actually sounds good. It sounds clean, it's EQ'd and, and, and compressed. That's why. So a lot of the technical, but what's missing is the performance. The actual, like, one of the things is, like, rhythmic phrasing. Uh, right. you know, things that actually, like, uh, allow the vocal to be the instrument that hooks people in to wanting to keep listening to the song. So there's, you know, a lot of, a lot of decisions and, 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 and decisions being made on what the melody structure should be. Um, and a lot of people would want to separate, well, you know, melody and writing melodies it doesn't play a part in vocal production no it plays a huge part because that's what lays the foundation as to um because the thing is this the whole thing i did with a two dollar microphone on i there's a there's a part of the course where i, I show you here's a, a microphone i found at the garage sale yes. it's i spent two dollars on it i'm, I'm going to show you how i can get a decent i want the illusion of i need a multi-million dollar studio or at least a thousand dollar microphone i want them to get that out of their head Here's a $2 mic. I'll show you all the technical things you got to do to get it sounding great. But that $2 mic or that $1,000 mic won't be a substitute for understanding what a great vocal performance is. And so you're also going then not, you're not just dealing on the production side of things. You're also dealing on the vocal coach. So if you brought an artist into the studio, how you would coach them to get that vocal. Yeah, that's 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 the key that I walked away with with working with alongside some of these big artists. It wasn't, you know, there was always an engineer in the corner, like, okay, it was a reliance. He knows what he's doing to right. technically get that thing to sound good. Um, and so there, there's that big technical hurdle for a lot of first time, uh, you know, artists who are just recording the music on their own. Um, so we, we there, there's extensive amount of that, but there's also this understanding: hey, build it on a strong foundation. Realize. What is going to make that vocal great? And 80% of great vocals start with great vocal performances. Um, that's the whole concept with that $2 microphone. It's going to capture poop or it's going to capture, you know, pristine performance. And that, that's the thing. And so you want to be able to lock that in. It's, it really comes down to um, having a great vocal performance. And then you just knowing how to use the technology to... In, not just enhance, but to really spotlight that vocal performance. That's vocal production is just technically getting out of the way to put the spotlight on the main instrument. Got it. So, what are some of the strategies that you've seen that can that someone can instantly? It's like making this just gives them that oh wow moment that they have when they come into the studio. I just say that one more time. It just broke up a little bit. That's okay. So what is that one strategy that people walk in and you just make this one little tweak and they're like the aha moment that just, is it in breathing? Is it in hydration? I mean, is it in getting out of their own way? I mean, what is it that you've seen? that you grab someone? Uh, One of the easiest things is key signature. Uh, Like explain. Yeah. So, um, a lot of times I'll work with a singer songwriter or an artist and we'd work together in crafting the song. So I might gravitate to a specific key, even when I'm writing my, my music or when I'm making beats or when I'm uh, uh, layering out the musical aspect of it. So I'll, I'll usually gravitate to a certain key because a lot of times out of necessity, I'm humming or putting my own melodies down and I've got my specific range, uh, key signature range that I, I comfortably just like throwing melodies in. But then typically that's where my mind goes. And so when I'm working alongside somebody, they're, I'm kind of like, hey, you know, 
adapt to my dress code, fit to this key. And then they're like, okay, well, it's not really. And a lot of times, uh, just by shifting the key, maybe one, two, or uh, semitones up or down, that makes a huge difference. And now explain to everyone what a key is. There's a lot of people that are listening to this for the first time and they're like, okay, Rick, I have no idea yeah. what he just said. So, so uh, the key signature of a song is almost like the dress code for that song. Here are the things that you can wear when going to that party, right? So let's say, hey, this song, you can wear shirts, please wear some pants and yeah. sandals, right? And so it, it, this is a way of saying it. So every song has a specific key signature, meaning that there's certain notes that you want to play and certain notes that you shouldn't play that don't belong in that scale. So in the key of C major, uh, there are no sharps or no flats. So you can play C, D, E, F, G, A, B, and back to C again. But if you play, let's say, an F sharp, that doesn't belong to, that's, that's not part of the dress code. Sure. And you can hear it when someone tries to go there yeah. and it's like, okay, that was wrong. So in that key signature, there's a specific vocal range. So not everybody's at the same range. I mean, Rick, you're, you've got that great radio voice. So you're not going to be doing really good at a high soprano, right? So you understand. Not, no. <laughs> have a good, comfortable understanding of where that borderline of like, this is really strenuous for my voice. This right. is a good key for, for me to sing in. Uh, because it doesn't allow me to be comfortable. And that's the thing. If, if, I, if I'm singing or, or somebody's singing in a key that they're really comfortable singing, uh, they just have that extra boost of confidence when delivering a vocal that right. helps them take that next step in that vocal performance. And so that, content, that confidence translates yeah. to your performance, goes back to what you said about vocal performance again. Exactly. So that's a really big thing to start off with. I, I, and it's overlooked because people are enamored with the technical process and like, I just recorded this vocal, but how do I make it sound good? It's like, well, let's talk about what was captured first because no amount of EQ, no amount of compression, no amount of special effects will enhance vocal performance or attitude or character. Like, so uh, finding out the vocal range is one. Another great tip is memorize the lyrics. I mean, I know it's sometimes in a writing session, it's the heat of the moment and you're just coming up with the idea so you're you put it on your phone or you write it down or and, and you're just repeating it over and over but take some time to simmer take some time to memorize it and then you get to perform it in into the mic as opposed to like reading it or uh, yeah all those little all, all these little details add up into creating the right uh confidence level for you to really deliver a great vocal and, and that's not even getting into the technical part. That's not even talking about gain staging. What, what recording level should you record your vocal at? Uh, you know, how do you compress it? What does, what does a compressor do? These are some of the things we talk about in the course. that, that Right. So how could someone on their own find their key? That's a great, great question. So really simple. You could even download like a free piano app on your phone if you don't have a phone, uh, piano to, uh, okay. or if you have a piano at home. Um, what you can do is just start, you know, put your finger on, let's start middle C, C2, just play the, the, the note C, uh, sing that back, and then you start working your way up, sing that back, start working your way up and down chromatically. Uh, you want to go up to a point where you feel, it, it, if you start to put a lot of pressure in your throat to sing that, or if it just becomes a little strenuous to hit certain notes, um, that you can mark that as like, okay, you know, when I get up to this note here, it gets a little it gets a little tricky for me. And then when I, and the same thing going down, when I get to this note here, that gets a little tricky for me too. So you just want to, you want to identify that range. 
Um, because as you start to write melodies, you, you want to know like, hey, by shifting the key, that's going to make the highest note of this melody land here, which is still in my kind of safe zone, so to speak. So it also, when you find your right key, it also brings in confidence. So you're not in your head going, holy crap, I'm about to have to hit this note in this part of the song. And then that insecurity and uncertainty is going to come across in your vocal performance. So when you can find that comfort zone and you have that confidence, a lot of artists I've been in the studio, they go in feeling unconfident. And it's like the preparation before you get in the studio is it's the same thing with the practice leading up to the game is what's going to make the game go well. Uh, what preparation would you recommend to folks before going in to the studio? It's like, I, I love what you just said about memorizing your songs. There's this confidence in knowing what it is that you're singing about. It's like, what preparation to even make the producer's life a lot easier to be able to get the best vocal performance out of you what preparation can they do before heading into the studio yeah a lot of a, um a lot of my vocals or things that i'll put down or really spur the moments hey i've got this cool beat i've got this cool idea let me just set up a microphone and just you know you know just dump all these ideas out sing them and then I've gotten into the habit where I'll sing it and then I'll just use that and I'll go in and I'll do all my tech, you know, technical wizardry to get that to sound good. And what I've had to do is like, okay, I'll put that down. That's a good thing. Let me just put the stuff down so I won't forget it. But then I go into the practice mode. It's like, okay, let me spend about a day or two just practicing, rehearsing, uh, getting in the right pocket and things like that. So you mentioned earlier, um, it's so easy. It's so tempting for us, since we're doing everything ourselves with the ability and the technology right at our fingertips yep. to just say, it's okay, I'll fix it later, or it can be fixed, or I'll delegate this to somebody else to fix it. When you're not taking the extra time to be like, you know what, um, I could probably do that better, or let me just practice this a couple more times and just give myself the option or somebody else that I'm working with the option to like work off of something better than just saying, oh, well, the technology's there. Um, you know, there's artificial intelligent plugins that'll that'll automatically hear the vocal and try to adjust it for you. So, you know, it's, we're going to, we're becoming a little too reliant on that. Auto tune and things like that and pitch fixer or whatever that stuff is. Uh, yeah. I, I'm a huge fan of that stuff because sometimes I just sound like a dying yak and you know, <laughs> that's, that's okay. Um, so it's good to know the tools and how to manipulate and get what you're looking for. That's great. But you don't want to settle for that. You don't, right. you, want to have uh preparation is key and you really want to be able to to you know nail the pocket and the feel i mean because look ultimately the person on the other side of the laptop is not going to care how you eq the vocal they're not going to care what compression you use they're nope. not even going to know that what they're going to know is what emotions are you are you placing through your vocal like how can i how am i vibing with what what's the vibe that you're putting out with that vocal performance and so, yeah, an amateur recording and an amateur processing, it makes it hard. But someone, I mean, you know, if you can go back to, I'll use Tori Kelly as a reference, way back in her earlier YouTube videos, it was just her, a microphone was in the distance on the guitar yep. and crushing it, you know? And it's because she just was naturally just crushing doing her thing. So, yes, the quality allows it to be a lot more clear, but the message is it comes through nonetheless. Right. We're all in emotions. Yeah. Off topic, I get uh, a lot of people coming to me right now. They're trying to save money. 
they'll book a day in the studio and they'll go in and they'll try to record eight songs. What amount of vocals, quality vocals, should someone try to record in a day? I know every person's different, but just kind of like a barometer to say, you know what, if you're going to budget yourself out, you don't want to do no more than this to be able to not wear yourself out and be able to still deliver that type of emotion. I had a kid come on the call the other day and he goes, sorry, I can't talk. I tried to push it too hard in the studio yesterday to save money. And now it's going to end up costing him more money because he has to go back and do the studio again. Do you have like a, a range depending on the style that the artist is singing or is there a way to put, I, I just have you here, so I figure, hell, I got an expert here. I'm going to ask yeah, him this question. Yeah. I mean, I personally have never been in a situation where we try to track uh, that many. And even guys, even guys like, you know, at the top of the food chain, like Justin Timberlake or stuff, like they, they're not trying to do eight songs in one day, um, you know, um, even though they do more of that on tours and stuff like that. But that's a whole, that's a whole other thing. There's a difference between live performance and recording in the studio. Yeah, because in the studio, you know, you're, you're, you're trying to focus in on the nuances, the details. You're doing the – think about it. They, they're assuming that they can go through a song on one take. Right. And, you know, as, as, as greatly prepared as you can be, you got to think about all the other details that you're trying to implement in vocal. Because vocal production is nowadays – in, in the current, um, you know, the, the records that we're hearing on the, on, on the charts, there's a lot more details in that. There's a lot of these cool affected vocal chops. There's all these little reverbs and cool tricks that are happening. So I, I wouldn't even try to amount that. What I would focus in on, here's what you can do. You can bring, I, you could even like focus, hey, I'm just doing lead vocals because the background vocals I can do on my own or I can get somebody sure. else in my house and I'll just do a, a lead vocal. And I would, I would narrow it down to like, here are the top, out of those eight, what are the top three? And then I would go to some of the stuff that you're preaching on, which is like the strategy of releasing and marketing your music. Maybe just starting right. off a small group that's getting a lot of feedback um, and then circulate and, and just dedicate the, the right amount of energy to, to the right place. Um, you know? And while we're on that subject, remember too, folks, is that we listen to music different when it's in its recorded form. We're in a different state than when we're listening to it at a live show. Heck, half the time at the live show, the crowd's singing louder than the artist anyway. So there's a different experience for that. Also, too, is I'll have people come to me and brag and go, yeah, I just went in the studio and I, they were all just one takes. I'm like, that doesn't impress me. Yeah. Uh, that's why your words are dropping off. And that's why you're getting lazy mouth here. And that's, you know, it's like, don't try to rush through the process. Especially since this is calling card now. We're at a time where no one has to pay to, to absorb your content. Do you want them to just randomly hear it on a playlist and not save it to their playlist channel or share it with anyone? Because if it's just randomly playing in the background and just blows itself by, you're not really building an audience at that point. You were just background noise. So if you want to stick out, make sure that you're putting as much energy and effort into the overall process to be able to deliver this. So right now, if people go to beat, academy.com slash rick that's beat academy b-e-a-t academy.com slash rick what are they going to get at that opportunity to uh, learn some of this stuff there's some free stuff and then i know you're offering your your training but what is it they're going to get when they go to that yeah well uh that's uh they're getting full access to the breakthrough vocals 
vocal production course that I that I created. So like we mentioned earlier, we walked through the foundations and, and that understanding the mindset be going before the record button is even hit in capturing a great vocal performance. What are the things that I've learned with working some uh, uh, great vocalists that they that they were able to share with me that I understood that realizes, okay, this is how uh, you got you go going in before hitting the record button. And then we actually talk about um, the, the gain staging. What interface to use? How do you record your vocals? What kind of microphone should you be using? Are all mics the same? Is there a different type of mic? Uh, you know, all the little technical details. Um, where do you position your, your microphone? What if you've got a laptop in your bedroom? You don't have any acoustic treatment. What do you do when you've, you know, you've got a noisy neighbor or, you know, like how do you get the best vocal recording with the limited amount of resources that you might have? We cover oh, wow. all Okay. Exactly where you should be positioning your mic, even if in your like a, a small little you know bedroom studio, um, certain things that you can do to cancel any noise that you might not want in your recordings. So and then and then that leads you into okay now that you've got vocals in, here are some methods to uh, to tightening up those vocals. We we go into tuning, how you can tune with the uh, you know inexpensive tuning software, embedded tuning software that comes free with your DAW. Uh, advanced tuning software, and then you know things like AutoTune, Melodyne, and things sure. like that. We, we walk through that whole process, and then vocal side. How do you know when I hear pop records, their vocals just sound huge? What is that effect? Well, there's vocal doubling. We're gonna get into the vocal doubling, adding harmonies. What harmony should you sing? Should this be the third, the fifth? What works well with it? So we go into all those tech. It, they, they just really build upon each other, and then that goes into one of my favorite parts of their uh, of the course. There's a module where then I go through genre-specific vocals, like, you know, how do I get that Post Malone, Juice World type of rap vocal? Um, or how do I get a Taylor Swift, Ariana Grande type of vocal sound? How do I get a Luke Bryant, you know, a country type vocal sound? How do I get an Adele type vocal sound? Sam Smith. So we wow. go. Okay. Specific, uh, things like that. Uh, I walk you in through a session of me tracking an artist that I'm developing. And so that's more for like, how do I go about producing other people's vocals? What do I do about that? And so everything. I mean, I, I really am super excited. And if they get, if they, if they jump on the course, um, you know, through your link, any content that I update, they get access to that down the road as well. So it's continuously updating because I'm continuously learning. Sure. So I'm always updating these courses and they're, they get that benefit as well. Well, and I think that's what I've learned by following your YouTube channel is there's always these new tricks that come out and you're the first to jump on to teach people how to do them. So that's great that you're also updating here. So here's what I want you guys to do. Go to beatacademy.com slash Rick, find out more information about this vocal course. I also want you to go subscribe to his YouTube channel, which is Beat Academy. And there's a tons of resources. I know a lot of times convenience and opportunity don't go hand in hand when it comes to finding out about something. But there's, there's a reason why I brought him on here today is because I'm getting people that are DMing me in my Instagram and they're having me say, hey, would you listen to this? And, and I'm having to email them back going, can you send me a lyric sheet? Because I couldn't understand a word you were saying because your vocals were so buried in the mix. I couldn't understand anything. It's like if you want to get the attention of the people that can make a difference in your lives today, your music has to sound pro but you don't have to spend pro dollars like the labels are. Let the labels do the 20, 30, $40,000 a track. You can learn to do this at your home 
and still get your music up on Spotify. It can still blend in and, and match with everything else in that playlist. It's just you haven't been given the confidence to do this right now. And this is more of what I'm offering you today is to get some confidence. You know, there's so much that you guys can do on your own and you handcuff yourself with the mentality of you need someone else to do it for you. Get this part down, get quality music, and you'll start getting the attention of other producers that will then want to invite you into the studio and work with you. But this is your calling card that you can start delivering to the world today. And that's what made me excited about it. That's what made me, you know, send you a text yesterday and said, hey, I've been getting these emails. I've been watching these videos all week. This is fantastic. Can we talk about it? Can I share it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it, it's, it's just exciting to see people just um, really, really hopeful with, uh, with their, you know, having someone be like, you know, I was always intimidated by the process. I, I, I like singing. I like writing my own songs. But when it came to like getting the results I was looking for, completely intimidated because I didn't want to spend like countless hours jumping from YouTube channel to YouTube channel or whatever, trying to compile all this information. Um, and put a lot it all of- in one place. Yeah, putting it all in one place. And, and just because I, I really am excited to see people win with their music. I really am passionate about people just taking that next step forward, whatever it might look like. And for a lot of the independent artists, maybe that, that, are, that are following you and doing things, giving that confidence back to them, be like, you know what? Um, instead of having to wait around for you know Joe Schmo to find time in his schedule to record my vocals so I can get right. my out there, I'm just going to track using my little laptop or whatever I have because um, if he can do it with the $2 microphone, I can get that going and I can get my vocals at least to a point where it's presentable for demo purposes right. and seeing like, hey, like, are you willing to invest in what I got going on? Sure. Uh, and so, yeah, you know, just the other day I had uh, 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 this girl, um, uh, she, she's a member of my Beat Academy platform and she, she went through the course. And we just got her actually, she just realized some of the tools that, that I share with her on there. She was more confident. And, um, and I had this opportunity where there was a, a, a DJ getting a, a record placed internationally and they were looking for vocals. So I just, I just connected the two and I said, hey, listen, this person's looking for vocals. Um, she, she just put out a demo after watching the vocal production courses. Hey, this is what I learned from the course. I go, that sounds great. I linked the two up and now she's being featured on this record. And it's her birth. It's her first like feature wow. for placement. So she's like super excited because she now felt confident enough to like, hey, I, I can actually do this. So, so I, have a, I have a producer in my management course who reached out and he said, Rick, I'm needing top liners and vocalists. I have over a hundred very well produced tracks. I need vocalists. Yeah. And it's like, da da. You know, there are people out there looking for you. You know, you may say to yourself, well. I, I, I'm only, a, I don't write songs. I'm only a singer. That's okay. There's a lot of songwriters out there. We're looking for vocalists as well in a lot of different capacities. So yeah, that's a great thing that you're yeah. mentioning too, because now you're really, you're really upping that independence for these artists because yes. when you, you can set up a, 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 a base for yourself, whether it's through vocalizer or sound better. And you can now be like, yo, I'm down to sing on anybody's record. Cause I now know how to produce my own vocals well and now you can start taking in jobs. Hey, I need a vocalist for this. Okay, here you go. Three, 400 bucks. Let me just do it. But I mean, do it. Like that's, that's the power going back into your pocket. And now we're thinking outside the box because 
first people were coming to me like, okay, I want to learn vocals so I can get a placement or, or, or release my own music. Right. But started getting people thinking outside the box. Well, now that I know how to get good vocals, I, I started actually, you know, getting job requests from people who needed vocals on their tracks. And I just record them at my house and send them over to them. And they're like, this is great. Thanks. And they're like, I never, I never connected, you know, I never yeah. put two together. No, I think it's fantastic. I'm super excited. Go to beatacademy.com forward slash Rick. I will also make sure that it's in the show notes so you have access to it. Follow him on YouTube. And uh, man, always a pleasure. I always love our conversations. And I'm excited to uh, see what you got going on here. And if you go through the program, I want you guys to comment and DM me on Instagram and share with me what it is that you're doing. I would love to hear what you're doing. I would love to be able to share your successes on my social platforms as well. Uh, we're all in this together. You know, it's like when someone can come to me and say, you know what? It's like when I had somebody first come to me when they first created their first beat because they went through your Beat Academy program and they're like, man, thank you so much for the introduction. It saved me tons of money. My confidence is up. I want the same thing vocally for you as well. I just spoke at a vocal mastermind. You know, vocals are so important right now. And now you've got more tools to make yours stand out. So once again, beatacademy.com forward slash Rick. If you hear this uh, at some point, because podcasts live forever, uh, and you go there, if the program is not available, there will be some kind of goodie there for you. So don't worry about that whenever you're listening to this. But it's beatacademy.com forward slash Rick. Ill, I appreciate you again, my brother, and we'll chat again soon. Absolutely. Thanks, Rick. Take care. If you feel that having a manager is what is needed in your career, if you think that is what is missing, I invite you to head on over to managemymusiccareer.com. That's managemymusiccareer.com. Take the Am I Ready for a Manager assessment, and also you'll get invited to a free manager training where I talk about what it is that a manager does, when you should look for a manager, what to expect from your manager, and I'll even break the big myth of what everyone thinks is really happening inside the music business. Just head over to managemymusiccareer.com. You've been listening to the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast with Rick Barker. You can follow Rick on Twitter at Rick Barker Music. And remember, you don't drown by falling into the water, you drown by staying there.